0: Action. Action.
1: They're a little bit loose, a little bit unstrung, and they've probably had a few beers beforehand. Please welcome Matt Crummins and Tom Fancy Pants Park with yet another episode of Matt and Tom's Excellent Adventure. Welcome to yet another episode everybody to matt and tom's excellent podcast we are brought to you today by the grand hotel here in main street mornington because you'll notice that on this podcast there's <laughs> a little background <laughs> background sound, effects, in here, uh, the new sound, sound effects. effects we thought we'd mix things up a bit we are here in main street mornington on a friday afternoon recording this podcast young matthew how are you
0: Spectacular. Spectacular
1: now. Spectacular now. <laughs> he's, he's halfway through a very nice beer. Actually, he's drinking VB, which I'm, I'm not going to comment on.
0: Yeah. I'm not a tradie, but I know all about this liquid nails. He yeah.
1: is. <laughs> I, what do I say? But um, we're recording these on our phones, and we thought it'd be good to mix things up a bit. Matt has just been running a fabulous Seascapes workshop down on the Morning Spinaigy here, stealing all my clients. Yeah. Yep. It's okay. I'm, I'm happy
0: to share. I think we're swapping genres, aren't we? Because you're going into <laughs> wildlife and I'm going into aerials and seascapes. This is, it. So, uh, this is
1: yeah. it. Well, I expect a book on your seascapes coming out very shortly.
0: Oh, don't worry. I have, I have no doubt we'll have a book.
1: In the know. meantime, don't oh, worry God. about all the Bogans driving past with their music turned up far yep. too loud. That's think, actually a bit embarrassing. That's the Telstra
0: ad. <laughs> I'd probably be listening something better than that, yeah. <laughs> We've
1: got some people on the tables next to us who are about 10 beers in, and we've got a bit of background music that will probably mean that it's illegal for us to post this anywhere. Yeah. However, we're so pleased that you've joined us, thank you, and um, Matthew. Mm. Tell us some news. What have you been up to? Let's do the. Let's get yeah, the rambles. Let's out get of the, the rambles way. happening. The, um, oh, Before you know we what? get stuck into the really
0: okay. good stuff, you know,
1: because <laughs> that's what we're all about. Yeah.
0: Well, I've got yeah. a. I've, you know what? I've, I've just been doing, to be honest, a ton of workshops. I was in Mount Macedon this week. Wow. Um, doing. Is that looking gear. amazing?
1: No, you should have been up there for autumn stuff. It's great. Yeah, well, it's good for autumn
0: stuff, but. Um, it had been just after the rain, and right. to be honest, uh, the fun. We do a macro workshop up there, so um, go in there, do the fungi, all the lighting of fungi and stuff like that, using colourful lights and wow. all sorts of fun Almost stuff.
1: Fungi doing its thing, did it uh, look amazing? Yeah,
0: it was pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be <clears throat> funky. Gonna, oh God. <laughs> You but it was. See um, Matt's face. We need to do these in vlogcasts. <laughs> not. It would just cast. be like fifteen minutes of laughing. Oh god. Uh, but no, that was really good. It was really good. It was meant to be on the Sunday, but it nailed with rain. So I'm glad we didn't just sit on the ground and do do macro in that the rain. That would be, be. That'd suck a lot. Yes. I imagine leeches would like that as well. <coughs> it's kind of like gives them like an open access to anything. It'd oh be yeah. Like, yeah, yeah they'd be like on the canals of. I've the got canals a story of trying <laughs> to <laughs> trying to hunt us down.
1: I've got a story about leeches. I'll tell you later.
0: Okay. Yeah, remind me. I, I'm, the best part about this is because you don't want to say it on the podcast. come on. That makes me very interested you to how. Look at you. <laughs> look at you. This
1: is good being able to do it face-to-face because I can see that the devil in your eye there is making up all sorts of stories. Oh, I hope, all I'm going to
0: say is I hope leech is not its little nickname.
1: <laughs> um. It didn't suck the life out of me. Don't worry about that. It was it was still it was still okay. Good, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Yeah. What day did you do it then? Not Sunday. We did it on the
0: Monday. We moved it to the Monday, which is good. Ooh. So it was actually great Ooh, because apparently, no, yeah. Well, it was school holidays, but uh, oh, right. of course, the Sunday apparently was absolutely manic up right. there, even with the rains. So really, um, yeah. We don't know. The apparently there was a, like a yeah, and there's also some um, like someone said it was a uh, like a car meetup. You know where they've got like oh, yes. small revved up cars. Yes. So like. Yes. You know, crazy Honda Jazzers with exhausts and stuff. I don't know anything about cars, <laughs> yes. but like, yes. I mean, listen, you'd love it, listen, Tom. They no. have little Audis and all sorts listen of stuff, i Pulsars.
1: Sure. <laughs> you get them down here. Don't you worry about that. There's plenty of them here Can in imagine. Main Street, Mornington. Mm. We are the hippest place in the world here. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah, how about you? How about you? Uh, I've been busy all week, school holidays, hockey, training, practice, As in, you're playing hockey? Did you see this on Facebook?
0: you you in your defensive gear. I, (laughs) with my Transformer, Robots in
1: Disguise, I, last year, I rocked up at this new club that Ollie joined and they said, oh, what are you doing here? Are you you playing? And I said, no, 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 I'm here because um, my son's playing. And they go, do you want to play hockey? And I'm like, it's been a long time. I haven't played since school. They said, "Hey, we need players. If you want to play, just let us know." And oh, I said, right.
0: Before they asked you, did you like just lift your shirt a bit and show them a bit of six pack? Was I that did. like your? I did. Yeah. I did. I was in a very tight
1: cut. It was like one of those painted yeah. t-shirts. What, why why, why on earth asked.
0: would you choose me? I mean, <laughs> no, no, oh, yeah. I'm so pleased you asked. I As played. the pegs bounced up, down, up, down, up, down. Well, that's a wildly different soundtrack. The same guy and same he was uh, Taylor Swift on the way down and listening to death metal on the way back. Right. Um, yeah. Anyway, I heard nothing. Crickets, I'd
1: nominated. I said, yeah, I'm happy. I yeah. play goalkeeper. How um, old's Ollie? He's 16.
0: Okay, so you are you're literally playing against children. You were... <laughs> no, <laughs> listen to me. Okay.
1: So then this year, they send me this random email. Hey, we've got your name down as being interested in wanting to play. We've got a space. Are you interested? Yes, I'd love to, but I'm not available all the time. I travel frequently, as oh, you know. Oh, I'm, very, I'm an international <laughs> artist.
0: <laughs> but my stunt double could stand in for me. <laughs>
1: this is true this is why they wear all the gear so they can see it's not really me anyway so I had to buy myself a kit and I'm playing on Monday nights now I'm not playing against Ollie. I'm playing in the Masters which is the oh,
0: over right. 50 over 45 so you're not in Ollie's team oh god no. no that's what I thought you meant like you rocked up to Ollie's game and they were like oh my gosh we're not play me- it and you're like
1: "No, oh, I could pretend to be 16 <laughs> years old
0: and you just wanted to beat children with a hockey stick was really the, the name I of do, it. Yeah. I do like taking people out. I must admit, it's good fun. Is it I'm, ice hockey or is it regional No, it's hockey? field hockey. It's field so you got hockey. those little nubby sticks, like the little... Looks like a like a uh, like, like a, a, a slightly extended shoehorn. Uh, hockey. Yes, correct. Yeah, a hockey yeah. stick. Yeah. No, but like there's the, the cool ones like Mighty Ducks, and then yes, there's true. like the field well, hockey are the sticks.
1: non-cool ones. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although the goalkeeper, if you have noticed, has one that sort of turns 180 degrees. The field hockey goalkeeper has a different stick right. to the people who play on the ground. There you in the go. Field, so to speak.
0: There you go. On the pitch. Me and sports are kind of not in sync, you know. But you're quite sporty, are you not? No, I'm not. No, no. no. You don't play any sports. I do not play what any did sports. Did you play? Oh, no, at I play school. basketball with all the dads in our dads' group. You do. We're Still in the there. we're in the H squad, and um, we play on Monday nights, H. and it's so on, very hold on, hold on, rare for right. us to win.
1: <laughs> a is A is the top level, and then we go B C D E F G H,
0: and that's yeah. quite a way down. Yeah. All right. We're not we're not right up there. This is where you know?
1: everyone's sort of like got. You know Knee straps on And you know arm guards And stuff like that Well no The worst
0: thing is That a lot of young teams Actually jump in And nominate themselves For that squad Because they are Really freaking good And they just Love going in And destroying old men yes. Yes
1: Who can't hardly move? Yeah,
0: it's um, it's really embarrassing to yeah. be honest. Yeah, they run rings around us. Yeah, what, I'm not good at sports, and I'm I'm learning at the moment what the difference is between a foul and good defensive tactic. <laughs> yeah.
1: So smacking somebody in the head is probably not a good defensive tactic.
0: Well, I didn't know this in basketball, you're allowed to charge at someone if you have the ball, right? Yes. But I very rarely have the ball. So <laughs> or I, if you I, have it, yeah. you can lose it very, <laughs> very quickly, quickly and easily. I see. Someone threw it at me the other day um, yes. like to, and to, to, went, to ah! pass it. And I just, as soon as I got it, I just like, chucked it in a yeah, different yeah, direction. Yeah, like, what like, are you passing it yeah, to me for? I might
1: look like I know what I'm doing, but I've got no frigging
0: idea. It basically bounced off my forehead. And <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, right. And, yes. um, and yeah, anyway, yes. I think we actually scored a point shortly after that. It's cool, But no, it was just because everyone was
1: laughing. It's a yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, well, you either score two points or three in basketball, not one. I oh, know you can. Okay. you can do it's, free...
0: a, it's a free throw one.
1: Yeah. Correct. I should learn this, the rules. Yeah. I'm learning the rules of hockey again because in 32 years since I played, they've changed. And Ollie's now going. Oh, Dad, no, you don't want to do that, mate. No, you you'll get you know oh. you'll get a short corner for that. Don't do you guys do that.
0: practice together? I used to.
1: He's got a little pitch in his back garden. Yeah, right. So I just used to play sort of pretend goalkeeper and practice that way. But now he's embarrassed that I turn up at the same training that he does. Yeah. He's very embarrassed by that. Yeah. He's like, I Dad, think... you, go, you go first. I'll, I'll follow it a minute after. Oh, no. Not, not the fact that I've got this big bag full of hockey gear that I'm dragging along the ground. It's making a horrendous noise.
0: <laughs> Is there a body in there? <laughs> it looks like it. Yeah, it's my stunt double.
1: Shut it, up. <laughs> it looks like it. It's, but it, I literally have to get... He's like, Dad, why are we getting to training so early? It's like, because it takes me half an hour to put all of the gear on. <laughs> Yeah, And then I forget what order I've got to put it on. So, I'm like halfway through and I go, oh, yeah, I haven't put my box on.
0: Oh. And that's like
1: a, like a strap thing that yeah. sits on the outside. You can't oh, okay. put it on afterwards. Right. You've got to put it on before everything so else. So, you can't
0: superman it and put it on then on the outside. And, well, it is on the outside, but you've got
1: to put it on first before you put all the pads and everything on. Can you right. imagine stepping into a strap. You don't even know what a
0: jockstrap is. I don't is. know. No. <laughs> it
1: was popular back in the days with hockey, with um cricket players. Oh, anyway, okay. yeah. what the hell are we talking about? We're ten oh. minutes in. <laughs> are we not going to be talking yeah. about? So you're 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 playing
0: you're playing hockey, which um, doesn't at all relate back to photography. But well, it's it exciting it. news. I've
1: got a, I've got a segue here. Okay. Because when I turn up to Ollie's matches, I like to bring my camera, and I, as you know, I'm a, a, a devoted Nikon user. But the Nikon Z7 that I've got, which is fantastic for landscapes,
0: not designed for for hockey. Oh, it's very slow. Yeah. Yeah, The
1: Mark II is better, but the Mark I is terrible.
0: Although your 800 lens is probably about hockey stick size, isn't it? So,
1: <laughs> When I use my 800mm lens, I've literally got to stand at one end and photograph the other end in order to get...
0: Yeah. And you can only just fit the box in, right? It's
1: terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, it's, it's not the ideal lens. A 100 to 400mm lens is ideal for that, which I do have.
0: But there you I've go. Got so, so tip f- number one in the podcast yeah. is that if you're photographing you hockey... Yes, a 100-400mm to 400 400. Mil lens,
1: yeah, yeah, is ideal, yeah. is ideal.
0: Also, I imagine that hockey and basketball courts yeah, are relatively similar, similar so probably similar, 100 to yeah, four, yeah.
1: Similar, I used to use a 70 to 200 when I was photographing in the basketball arena, because right. I used to, I had all access, access all areas, I'd sit cool. underneath the ring at one end right. and photograph them as I sort of go for the layups and stuff but I was terrible because I never played basketball before. This is... We've told this tip before. You
0: should have asked me to come along because I'm, I'm quite this the basketball it. player. This yeah. is it.
1: Like, because I never played it before, I'd always miss a shot because I'd never... I couldn't follow the... They passed it so quickly from one side to the other and I could never anticipate what was going to happen. That's why I've always said that the best photographers are the ones who are passionate about what they shoot and or they've mm. played the game before, so to speak. Yeah. Like, if you're a soccer player turned photographer don't go and shoot golf yep you're best to shoot soccer because that's you understand the sport
0: yeah right so anyway it's I'm, a good
1: point I'm not very good at shooting basketball you know Nick that's says terrible.
0: that Nick Fletcher just a quick mention has oh, been a while who? yeah wait, <laughs> whoi hey. Uh, well, he, he, so, you know, he's really into his motorbike stuff, but he was saying that, Ah, um, yes, he's, the,
1: he, and he pretends to think that he knows how to photograph. Yeah, yeah. well,
0: this is the thing, he's a bit the same, he's, he's good at motorbike riding, apparently, Ooh. and, um, so, yeah, he, he, but he gets photography. his kicks that, yeah. Yeah, and, right. uh, <laughs> But he also says that, you know, especially in, um, something like BMX, Yes. It's easy to think you can shoot BMX, but you really need to know what the tricks are. Yeah. Because you might shoot it thinking that's a cool-looking shot, but that's not the challenging part of the trick. Right. He was schooling me on this once. Because I was showing him a shot, I think. Were you
1: Were you trying to be interested in what he was saying? Were you vaguely no, interested? No, I,
0: I was showing him one of my photos, and he was just tearing it to shreds. As he does. And he's like, "That's not really all that interesting because like everyone can do that." And I'm he's like, "Such oh. an asshole." I but for the average punter looking at it's a cool photo, and he's yeah. like, "It doesn't matter because for, motor- for cross ride or for bike riders, they'd yes. be like." That's a dumb trick, you know. Right. So why would you photograph that? Yeah, whereas like, we're
1: more interested in the aesthetics. Yeah, You you like showing a, a
0: wildlife photographer a picture of your dog and going, well, it's an animal, <laughs> you know, like... And look at it, it's yeah. great lighting. It might be licking its balls, but hey, it's a
1: great photo,
0: you know. And read the caption. The caption's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Right, anyway. So anyway,
1: I went to his training and I just got so jack of this camera. And if, mind you, I'd been to Yellowstone the, in February. I'd been to Africa the, the month before. And I'd put up with this camera, mm. and I'd put up with it. But so
0: wait, are you, are you telling me you bought a... <laughs>
1: Shush. Are you... Shush. Don't tell Mary. Oh. Let's hope that she doesn't... I took her for a test run today. Wow. I bought a Nikon Z9. Hey. Put it on a credit card and thought, I'll worry about this later. Okay. That's and... a pretty
0: decent chunk of a credit card. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah.
1: It's yes, pushed it to its limits, but wows us. It doesn't skip a beat. No, it's pretty
0: good. point it everywhere. Have you played with them? Yeah, Nick's got one. Right. Yeah. three, wouldn't he? Got it off mate's, yeah, yep. mate's rates from, oh. uh, from from the Nikon people themselves. Well. Uh, tell me, please. You, no, I've got no. a story to tell about that. Oh, like, okay, off interesting. Off-air, in off-air. Air. And
1: it doesn't involve a credit card, Mary. So it is an amazing camera, but extremely heavy to what I'm used to. Because yes. those Nikon Z7s, there's like yeah. nothing to them. They're well, the like Z9's got camera. the whole
0: battery grip thing going. It's got so. the vertical battery grip mm. as well
1: built in, which is in the days gone by when I shot Sport, You'd actually have to buy a vertical grip to sort of Yeah,
0: knock one on. of those. So yeah, to stick in the it on. House. And the batteries are really expensive for them as well. Well, this is a whole new battery. For yeah. Them.
1: 300 bucks each for yeah. a Z- Nikon Z9 battery. So go. I've got two. I bought a spare one.
0: Well, they go forever though. That's a good thing. Yeah, a lot they? of shots out of them.
1: Yeah. They they take forever to charge. Three yep. and a half hours per battery online, yeah. I read, yeah. that it takes to charge them. Because I was looking at a dual battery. Yeah, Nikon
0: yeah. You can't make a dual no. battery charger for them. Why wouldn't you? Well, There's nothing worse. Because se- then you can sell two chargers <laughs> rather than one. You because, know, today I... I well, why don't
1: I just buy a second charger? It's going to be far cheaper than... It's why didn't I point. think of that?
0: Yeah, no, you're welcome.
1: Um, oh, no, I bought one. I did buy two. one. <laughs> I remember now. I would researched it.
0: Did you just pass out and go on a shopping spree today? <laughs> did you just like, wake up like Will Ferrell and be like, oh, I just passed out there. I didn't even know what happened.
1: <laughs> I went online and I actually bought it off AliExpress.com. You know, yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. from China.
0: Yeah, Wasabi brand. Yes. Yeah. Correct. How do you Wasabi know that? Power, Wasabi it's Power. Wasabi really, Power. So Wasabi Power yes. make batteries and chargers for all cameras around. right And when I and had my D850, things, yeah. the extra battery, again, the, the Nikon ones were like $600, something crazy, for these big battery packs. Right. And um, the Wasabi Power ones were much cheaper, and yeah. they had the dual charger.
1: I think yeah. I paid less than a hundred bucks for this yeah. charger thing which is yeah. probably they less than what job. a charger i think the nikon charger yeah. is 150 bucks yeah and then the battery costs 300 so
0: well so some interesting news on batteries yes. i did discover a couple of a few that? weeks ago uh, we, we're,
1: we're giving away good advice already yeah i think we are actually we're, quality, so quality. actually
0: add to the show notes 15 <laughs> minutes in um skip and, and if you're interested in hockey um 10 minutes to uh 15 minutes was uh it was just, your time 10th, slot yeah So the new ProMaster batteries that have come out have got a USB-C charge port on the battery. So good. So you don't even have to put them on a charger. So good. So good. I mean, I imagine they explode a lot and burn (laughs) people like horrendously, but um, that's just an assumption. We're
1: not endorsing any of the products. Nor nor, nor is this a defamation
0: situation. I don't. I've never used one. Um, I'm not saying they will explode. I'm just saying that when something's at that price point and it's got this feature built in that no one else seems to build in. Um, yes. Slightly terrifying, but I'm sure it's great.
1: That's a good idea. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Um, I was shopping around too, just speaking of gear. I bought a skin for the Nikon Z9 so to protect it, so that if yeah. I decide to sell it one day, it hasn't got scratches or marks on it. Yep. I've done that for the 800 lens as well. I've bought some camouflage
0: gear that Whoa, looks... Camouflage, sexy no, AF. No, no, it's not.
1: Yeah. It's not sexy. Anyway, I'm like, right, I'm going to buy skin for it. Where did I go to shop for it? I went The to skin shop. The skin shop. The body shop. I checked out three different websites. So my go-to's are Amazon, BH, and h and Cordon Camera House. Yep. No, and eBay.
0: Yep.
1: And... <laughs> And believe it or not, the cheapest was B&H, even with the conversion from US dollars to Australian dollars. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but they're just giving me an estimate of the currency conversion. Yeah. But then when That's I put it on accurate. my card, yeah. yeah, when I put it on my card, it immediately comes up and says, oh, you've been charged this much to your yeah. card. It was 20 cents less than what
0: B&H you quoted. Yeah, so it was no, very accurate. they're very good with their pricing like that. Right. The, um, I did wonder this morning when you texted me saying, Oh my god, I found this on the other website for half the price. I'm thinking, What are the Betsy's not converted it from US dollars? Um, no, no, that was no, my first
1: it, was, thought. it was $147 on Amazon and it was $93 on b and it was 100 and something on eBay. Yeah. So that surprised me. Because in years gone by, when you'd ordered anything on Amazon before they had distribution centers here in Australia, you'd often pay more for the shipping than yeah. you with the actual product. Yeah. And same with BH. Yeah.
0: They'd
1: do it that you, the only option to get it out here in Australia was like FedEx or yeah. UPS and then it cost you $60, $70 for the
0: shipping. Well my, this, this backpack of mine, my Peter McKinnon um, Nomadic oh, backpack. the top of the wazza. Top of the best go. thing ever. He's um, just, he's when just I stroking first went it, to by buy the way, it. people. Um, I he's... went to buy it off the, uh, off the Nomadic website yes. and the only shipping option to Australia was a premium shipping option. The shipping was $480 <laughs> To the US. To the, from the US. $480
1: Australian dollars, Australian dollars. For a backpack that was costing you how much?
0: $600.
1: 600 Australian dollars? yeah So it was almost double the price yeah. just to get it shipped and out to you. I messaged them like, saying, how much does I'm it sorry. a way. Hello. Uh, uh, yeah. It might be bulky, but it doesn't weigh much. Well,
0: they said this, I actually emailed them and said, guys, this seems a bit absurd. There's something wrong with your system. Like, yeah. That's not possible. Yeah, yeah. You're um, making 300 bucks on the
1: shipping, dude. (laughs) And you
0: know what they did? They actually basically said that. They said, yeah, we only use registered courier now because so many of these have gone missing in the post. We only use like, and I'm thinking, even a registered courier, that's crazy. But anyway, it's what it is. Um, Yeah, I I, I bought some new toys today as well. I have to say, I bought them remotely.
1: (laughs) Uh, So I treated myself.
0: No, um, I, I I made a phone call and bought them whilst I was on a workshop at lunchtime. I just had that moment where I was That's like, "Gonna do it." No, no, we were all eating lunch, and I had, I had to take a call from Croydon Camera House, yes. and uh, Nigel had sent me the quote, and I was like, "Pull the trigger, bud, pull the trigger." And Thank so, you. Um, oh, um,
1: Matt's slowing down with his beer drinking. I bought myself
0: a um, a fourteen millimeter f one point. I think it's an f one point four. And a twenty-four millimeter one point four oh, GM. Um, to match my Sony, thirty-five GM and my one thirty five. So Sony GM. brands. Mm, yeah. Nice. And 14,
1: they are tiny 20, 20, 24. twenty-four. And
0: I've got a 35. And you doing already. this
1: for Astro or Landscape? You know what? I just
0: I was for, just your, like,
1: for your wildlife, you know, your your shots of the elephants in Africa <laughs> yeah, where you're
0: Yeah, wide angle lion yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: that's it. Um, you're, you're 20 centimetres away.
0: To be honest, I was just like I I I've got my 16 to 35. But there's never been a time where I haven't wanted to go wider than that.
1: Right.
0: No. And so I was like, I want a wider one. Right. But I don't want the, the big... But the difference between 16 and 14 it's is... Actually, a little bit.
1: It's two millimetres.
0: Yeah, I said a little bit. That's, yeah.
1: a, lo- <laughs> That's
0: a lot. Um, well, it is, it is quite a bit. And um, and I didn't want to go to the 12 to 24, which, yes, it is a bigger difference, but it's a very big, chunky lens. Whereas, So these new little primes, the yeah. G, all the jam primes are tiny. They're like half the size of a can of Coke. Right. So um, I'm just filling my bag with little primes rather than zooms. Oh. I'm gonna get rid of my zooms, I think. Really? Yeah, all of Okay. Them.
1: Yeah. You're gonna become one of those snobby photographers who just I don't shoot zoom lenses. A uh, snob- snob- primes, <laughs> darling.
0: A snobberfer. I've never heard of that. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I mean, like, yeah, for me to be able to say that, I'd have to be talking to the people.
1: <laughs> What's the longest lens you've got in that kit? Is that the 200 or no, 600? No, I've got the
0: 2600. Yeah, 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 but um. What a great I haven't picked up it's... my 70 to 200, 2.8. I haven't picked up in over 12 months. Oh, it's time to get rid of it. I think it's time to get rid of it. I've always thought it's got to be a staple, got to be a staple, got to be a staple. Yes. But these but days... If you're
1: shooting portrait, it is. Yeah. Absolutely. I used to shoot all my portraits on my 70 to 200.
0: Yep.
1: Wildlife, it's probably not long enough. No. So, what else? Landscape, okay, but... You're events. I do corporate it. events and right. stuff. Oh, I do events, But, darling.
0: but, get this. This is leading us straight into our topic today. Go on. Do you like the sound effect? It's amazing, man. Um, So, we're talking today. We are talking photography hacks. Yes. I'm going to say professional photography hacks, are they? Oh. I want to call them professional photography hacks, not yes. because the hacks are professional. It's <laughs> Cause cause most because most professionals got to do it and they're lazy. We're, ha- yeah. we're hacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we know all about this. Professional this, photography this hacks. This podcast
1: is-, is broken up into six segments, everybody. This is week one. <laughs> it's
0: just a way to, to describe <laughs> ourselves. We have photography 323
1: <laughs> photography, hacks. <laughs> <laughs> photography hacks for you to absorb and enjoy over the next six weeks. This guy's got the right idea. Look at that. He's gone to the bottle shop. He's got himself a few cheeky Chardonnays. A few Pinot Noirs. Get into it. And he's heading off home for the night. He's going to settle
0: in. Oh, that's what I'm going to do later. That's what we should be doing. The, um... Hacks. So, hacks, right? You were leading in. You had a great segue. Yeah. So, this is, to me, this is actually one of the... We weren't planning this one, by the way. We didn't even discuss this hack. Oh. This makes it sound like we did
1: research beforehand or that we did, like, a pre-show briefing.
0: Yeah, which we sort of did We did, over a bit. A bit, yeah, we did over a bit We wanted to talk with these photography hacks. The idea of this conversation was to really be, we both run a lot of workshops, we both see a lot of people, and we both see a lot of mistakes or maybe questionable decisions from people or things that they hold dear to themselves that they think are really important. They probably think they're important because they assume that professional photographers do them. Yes. When in actual fact, it's often not the case. And so we thought we could use this episode to kind of detail just a handful of like, maybe hacks, misconceptions, Yes. Things that you could probably simplify your photography. We're demisting. Yeah, I
1: de-mything. feel like we're MythBusters. Oh,
0: you didn't, you didn't. Can I be the one with the beard, <laughs> the bald head? Sure. What was his name? I can't remember.
1: I didn't. Wa- I wasn't a big watcher of MythBusters. Yeah.
0: Well, you're yeah. too smart, so you'd already know all the myths that have been busted. You know, you'd look at it and they'd be like, "This is it." Would this happen? You'd be like, "Oh, no, I'd just this. be like, come yeah. on, I'm bored already. Yeah, I know it's not going to work out. Yeah. What are you doing
1: that, all that shit for? Yeah. Come on, move on."
0: Yeah. All right. Um. So. So go on. My first one that I want to bust. Don't steal mine, by the way. I like it. Mythbusters which it's cool. this says the episode name. Okay. But you guys already know that because you're already listening. Yes. Um, <laughs> but we're just making shit up yeah. as we go on. Mythbusters. Mythbusters. How many lenses do you own, Thomas? Uh, it depends for which camera. Oh well for your the camera for Nikon, that you use. For Nikon. So the camera let's that you go, use every day. Go. I've
1: got a fourteen to thirty, I've got a twenty four to one twenty, I've got a one hundred to four hundred, and I've got an eight hundred. So I've got four Nikon lenses that I use.
0: Right, I would say that if you ask the average person how many lenses does a professional photographer have, I reckon they'd assume more than four.
1: They'd probably say six. Yeah, I would Which
0: say. is 50% more.
1: Yeah, true, your yeah. maths is very good. I'm Very, yeah, very yeah, smart Matt's, like that. Matt, yeah. If, if yeah. everyone can see Matt's face, he's very chuffed. Pretty smart, yeah. He's yeah. got a big grin. Yeah, I've yeah, been practicing a lit few lit of
0: these like yeah. uh, little statistical facts. Yeah. Uh, Amazing. All right, so you've got those, but what's really interesting about that is that of those lenses you just mentioned, how many of those are in the Pro Series, like F2.8 series? Oh, none of them. None oh, of
1: them? The, well, you could claim the 800. The is, 800 is, yeah. yeah. The Although, 100 to 400.
0: Yeah. No, not really. It's no, 4.5 to 5.6. 5. Yeah, no,
1: so that's a variable then. The 24 to 120 is
0: F4, so it's not. It's not they don't make a 2.8. No, but most well, people would say that you want a 24 to 70, and they'd I mean, have a 2. like... 2.8, you know, yeah, 8, correct. Yeah. They
1: make that. And then the 14 to 30, no, I went lightweight and F4 on that. Yep. So, so 3 out of the 4 are non-professional yeah. lenses in a commas.
0: And what's interesting with that we've done an episode on this before with like talking about the difference between yeah, the no fours and so the no, exactly.
1: this is new to everybody. It's not cuz they don't listen. <laughs> that's <laughs> where
0: actually we already knew that so are audiences across sitting here across in mainstream
1: yeah. morning to <laughs> have a conversation with each other but really we're no. probably in a nuthouse. house. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's yeah.
0: it. <laughs> Enter the matrix. <laughs> yes. yeah, this is when they um yeah they they made magic mushrooms become like a um uh, a mainstream, uh, mainstream drug Back in the for, 70s for the, um, Yeah, for fixing fixing anxiety and stress And we're actually uh, sitting in a jail cell together somewhere
1: <laughs> That's hallucinating. it
0: Hallucinating um, So, interesting I've always been of the opinion In my photography That I should absolutely own The 16-35, to 24-70, 70-200 f2.8 Yes As a core set of lenses Yes And then dot it with whatever you need as your specialties Yes and I've always shot like that. I've always had those lenses in pretty much every kit I've ever owned. But post-COVID, I went, uh, um, went down the path of kind of thinking, I don't want to buy more gear for the sake of it. I've accumulated a lot of gear over that time because I got really bored sitting at home doing nothing. <laughs> and it's interesting because I've been doing a lot of corporate work and even my workshops and travel and stuff since then, maybe not as much travel as normal, but I very, very rarely have ever picked these lenses up. I've yeah. almost shot exclusively all my corporate work on a thirty-five mm f one point four, and a one thirty-five f one point eight. Yeah, wow. And on my camera, because it's a high, a lot of the cameras are high-res these days. I've just got a, a crop mode button, so I can shoot at thirty-five. Or if I hit the crop mode button, then it gives me the equivalent of fifty millimeters. Right. And on my other camera, I'll have a one thirty-five, and if I hit the crop button, it brings me out to like nearly two hundred. Right. Two lenses haven't had to use my zooms at all and i actually use my 16 to 35 today and i was like eh. i'd be happy with a wide prime that's half the size right and just use one yeah and i reckon yeah. i'm just going to start getting rid of some of those lenses cuz just so don't think you need in, them in,
1: the whole myth is around the more gear you have, the better photography you'll be. Yeah, like as, as a, in
0: you need the options.
1: Yeah, as opposed... And I think that's where we see it on our workshop participants, where they bring along everything and they're kind of like, well, we don't even own that. Why have you brought that along? Yeah. You know, the most common question I get asked is, what filters should I bring? And yeah. I'm like, well, I bring two, but I rarely use them. Yeah. Because I don't necessarily need them or use them, but even if I did... Maybe some of that stuff I could do in Lightroom anyway. Like a, yeah, you know, a darkening in the sky, for example, with a gradient filter you could put in in Lightroom. So long as yeah. you get the exposure correct. I carry a neutral density filter yep. with a six-stop um, effect. Okay. And then I carry a polarizer. Oh, so and I, again, I rarely use them.
0: So I don't really use ND filters a lot myself, but I do teach them on the workshop, and I, I've got loan kits You're a seascape
1: photographer. You should be using them. Well, I, I'm, to I'm, trying, I'm, start, I'm starting that.
0: to be a seascape photographer, Tom, but, um, you know, just like you're dabbling in wildlife, <laughs> just I'm, like I'm, just, I'm just
1: a new... Uh, dipping my toe in the active. water. We're
0: halfway through the transition. Yes. Um, like, <laughs> no, you wait, so, right, give it six a months. Few, a few
1: more operations yeah. and a, a few more homeways. That's it.
0: I'm just waiting for one of these shops to come up to lease so I can uh, <laughs> rent it out and start my own gallery in Main Street, Monington. And, that would um, be
1: fabulous. You know, yeah. That would be fantastic. Um, Good luck with that. Yeah,
0: thank you. <laughs> I hear it's, I hear it's, um, I hear it's oh, great. I know, no.
1: it's, 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 it's a license to free money. It's, yeah, that's what I've heard.
0: That's yep. what I've heard. Um, but the, uh, yeah, no, the idea that you don't always need all the gear, definitely, including things like lenses. And actually, one of the things on our list was just around the gadgetry stuff. Uh, you know, one that really struck me... Um, Cable releases. Yes. And bubble levels. You know you get the ones that go onto the hot shoe? Yes. What's I your own t-
1: one of those. And how oh expensive are they? Oh, well, they used to be. Oh, okay. on, no. On Amazon they like $2.50. Yeah, year. right.
0: But oh, they're not accurate. I bought a band you know. bar oh, wow. in yeah, North okay.
1: Melbourne years ago and I think it probably
0: cost me about 80 bucks. It's probably made out of like Swarovski crystal or something though. So yep. Yeah. That's yeah. it. But, but you do think, like, how many people have turned up to a workshop? Well, that's actually pretty cool. There's a guy on a motorbike with a dog wearing sunglasses. Uh, in a backpack. In a backpack. I mean, that's not, not, safe, not safe we for the dog. We should be vlogging this. <laughs> is... And he's got an L plate on the back
1: as well, so that
0: shows you. Uh... Do you think he's learning the motorbike or learning how to ride with a dog on his back? <laughs>
1: yeah. Maybe the dog's on L's and he's got his full license. <laughs> I'm teaching the dog how to ride.
0: That's it. Maybe that's the dog's custom plate. Right. Anyway. Um, but cable, uh, me cable ties. I call them cable ties. They're not cable releases. Yes. Yeah. Cable releases. You cable had a good is what you go to Bunnings for. Yeah. Do you cable use a cable release? release? I, I've owned
1: several in my time, but I don't use them anymore now. No. no.
0: What do you use? Because I mean, you'd hate to get camera shake from when you hit the shutter with your fist self. at full self <laughs> Timer. Self timer. Self timer. Self
1: timer. If you haven't got a cable release, or just don't use a tripod and hold it. Yeah, or, or
0: don't smash the shutter button down like a whack-a mole. <laughs> just 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 <laughs> oh just God. gently what press it, you know? Just treat it like a woman, just very gently. Just be... that sexist Tom? You mean treat it like your partner? Yes, gently. Gently, be yeah, kind. like your partner. Be kind. Yeah.
1: Matt, I walked into a cafe today to get a coffee. And there on the counter was a beautiful display of gingerbread. Ooh. Person. Yeah, yeah. The label said gingerbread person, well, not gingerbread man, you, or gingerbread not, woman. It said ginger. i can bleep
0: that. What? What? what what's the? Um, <laughs> what's the time? It's Thirty that, minutes yeah. and uh, forty eight seconds. We need to Beep. bleep the bleep that that curse word that Tom just said. Yeah, that's a thing now. Yeah. Oh come on, please. Well, you it's know, it's not
1: sexist, is it?
0: I don't think it's so much sexist, but I mean, like, there'll be a lot of young girls growing up to think that they can't become gingerbread people. So that's no, I'm choking. Oh, that's obviously wildly insensitive. Because I, I get the I get the, the cultural movement, but you're right—a gingerbread man or a gingerbread person thing—that it's a pretty extreme on, version. We're talking getting, about a cookie, So if you're so, um,
1: offended by that, there's, well, there's a like, okay.
0: Day, you know, still, like, I think we should keep this, this podcast onto the topic that we um, that we intended to be just on. Going, Tom, Tom can you just it. shut up yeah. and move on. <laughs> that's it, Tom's Gallery. If you are a um, <laughs> if you if you identify as anything other than gingerbread, do just not go to Tom's free. Gallery.
1: I think I just got pooped on.
0: That's good luck.
1: <laughs> yeah, I need to go and buy a not take any. Of it. Yeah. Um please don't throw rocks th- through my window. No. I'm not sexist at all. I just think it's a little extreme. Anyway, because we've bleeped that out, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, other hacks.
0: Other hacks. Other
1: hacks, I was thinking, is like, often people ask me what is the... What what f-stop should I be shooting at? Oh, so annoying. Because a lot of people like to shoot on aperture priority. Have you noticed that? I love it. Do you? So yeah, yeah. good. Okay.
0: Can I explain why? Yes,
1: I think we've you had could, this conversation yeah, before. Yeah, you go but again, yours remember, first. nobody remembers. Yeah. Me. The he, most ideal... If you're, like, lost for aperture mm. and you don't know what the hell you should shoot go f8 all yeah. the time f8 why because it's in the middle of the range of f stops and and theory has it that that's it's the sharpest aperture on your lens so don't think naively that every aperture is the same mm. when you're shooting
0: oh god i hate it when people say oh i want more depth of field i shoot at f22 and i'm like oh no 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 <laughs> don't yeah. do that well, then i literally throw my up first bit, yeah. three
1: landscape photography books that i released all at the same time were shot on a crappy 17 to 35 f 2.8 canon lens that was about 20 years old it was good at the time it wasn't 20 years old when i shot the pictures but i was shooting f 22 on all the photos and if you go through the some of them you can see how soft it is on the edges of this
0: well now see, you've just undone all the hard work we just did because everyone's going to be like oh shit so if i want to be a famous photographer i should start shooting f 22 (laughs) And, and maybe one day I can be
1: like, Tom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and have soft, but a focus is, focus yeah, is overrated. Exactly, anyway. Come exactly. On, like,
0: we all get it. Um, it's called artistic, uh, artistic it's, uh, it's license, artis- you know. Artistic
1: license. Yeah. Um, F8, guys, just yep. remember that. You don't need to know the rhyme or reason, but I will guarantee you that most of the time... Most cameras, You'll yeah. get a nice, sharp nice image out of your lens regardless of what lens you've used. Yep. Having said that, these zoom lenses, and I've banged on about this before... That 100 to 400 that I've got mm. with the f4.5 to 5.6. Mm. If you bought that 20 years ago, piece of rubbish, Be trash. it's sharp all the way through. Yep. Now, just the quality of the lenses these days, if you spend the money, that was four and a half grand. I know that everyone doesn't have four and a half grand to spend on a lens, but more often than not, you can buy a good lens and it'll last you 10 to 15 years as opposed to buying a camera and five years later going, I mean, I had a yeah. gentleman ring me yesterday. Coming on two of my workshops next year, thank you, Peter. And he goes, um
0: You just bought um you I've, bought Tom and Z9 today. I've got I think. A Canon,
1: no, no, no. Um he bought me two. Uh, a Canon 7D Mark II, which is a crop sensor. Yeah. And then he's like, oh maybe I should go to full frame. And I'm like, dude, if you're going full frame, you're going mirrorless. Yeah. We're not going no, not side. So, no. We're not going to mirror it full frame. We are going the yeah. whole hog Because anybody these days, if you're buying a new digital SLR camera. Should be buying a mirrorless because that's the way it's going anyway yeah. beside the point so f8 f8
0: definitely and I, I kind of agree like i go even if you don't take out just landscapes um take out just landscapes here i really think that you could go look f8 if you're doing landscapey stuff or the widest aperture if you're doing like
1: portraits and stuff don't worry about what does f 3.5 matter versus f 2.8 doesn't you see i like it i when i have um people come on my workshops i turn those cameras off so they only do it in we've talked about this before and i've said full stops and oh, you go no go half yeah but you know like it's hard enough for people to understand those numbers in the first place why wouldn't you go to just full stops and understand f 2.8 f4 f5.6 f8 give yourself less options
0: I do agree yeah. with that to, a, to people an people get extent. muddled with all the numbers. Yeah, yeah. And look, you're probably right. For most things, it's probably all right. Where it does get me a little bit is I love the fact that, um, especially if you're, t- if you're going to manual mode, it's good to have all of your settings having the same amount of stops or the same correlations. So one click of an aperture is the same as one click of a shutter exposure-wise. Yeah, that's what it does when you change it
1: that way. Oh, too. okay, right. For well, sh- in that case, I get a bit a worried. You
0: don't maybe always have to, you know. Yeah.
1: And, but, and for shutter yeah. speed, it's really easy to remember too because, of course, if you halve the shutter speed, that's a full stop. Yeah. Or double that it, it's a full stop. Yeah. So it's easy to get your head around. Yep. Anyway, and the
0: outlier is the same.
1: Matt, coming from somebody like me, who's been shooting professionally for 35 25 years. At F22,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can never win with you. What's your other tips? Uh, because I know you've got lots of myth- I wouldn't say lots
0: of them, but What's I would say one of them for his example is like, I think that man... This drive to shoot manual mode... People striving to shoot manual mode is somewhat overrated, oh, personally. So overrated. Um, I think that it can be really important in some situations. It can be a lot of fun. So let's not take out the fact that some people do it for fun. Um, but in terms because of practically getting the shot... Well, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> no, but I even think that, like... Something's only... Usually things are only fun when you're really winning at them or making progress. Correct. But, but sometimes actually doing progressive steps... Like, if you can master aperture priority or shutter priority moving to manual becomes less stressful because you sort of understand how the things fit of together. Course. Whereas a lot of people I find, and I get this on workshops all the time, the amount of people who rock up to my beginner's workshop and go like, oh, so I always say, what do you want to learn out of today? What do you want to get out of it? Yeah. No joke. There's always at least one person who says, oh, I'm hoping to shoot manual mode. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's and a And they're big like, jump. oh, I did this workshop with someone else. And yeah, I was a beginner's workshop. And yeah, we went to manual. And I'm like, Wowzers Okay right, right there, yeah, fair how's, enough, how's, that, how's that working Yeah exactly for you? And now you're back On another beginner's course So yeah, yeah, let's yeah. chat about that yeah. um, So I think that That's a wildly Overrated Not overrated But so much as Like the misconception I don't shoot I shoot Corporates commercial I shoot all sorts of stuff Very rarely do I shoot Manual mode Yep. I, I get away with... I always use the easiest settings I possibly can to get the result Well, I need.
1: this is the myth. The myth, people think that because they shoot in manual, it's probably the best option or it's going to give them yeah. the best result.
0: Yeah, no. Which, again, really,
1: is not true. No.
0: You get the most control, but it's slower. And, and,
1: and there's more likely for errors more to occur. Likely. Yeah, totally. Because your control of everything.
0: You're also, your brain's so preoccupied thinking about your settings. You're not thinking creatively anymore. Which
1: moves us on to the next point, which we talked about in the last podcast with regards to auto ISO.
0: Oh, best And how good that is. So good. Especially these days.
1: I found myself doing it today where Uh I'm testing out this new camera. Yeah. The light was consistent. I really could have set it to probably 400. Yeah. But I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Because I was so used to shooting on the auto ISO a few weeks ago. Yeah. I just immediately went to that and I guess also too, I'm thinking, you know, these are sports shots, I'm not going to do anything with them. I might blow one up and put it on the wall for Ollie or yeah, yeah. myself, but really they're just to share around socially and people to save them to their phones and stuff. So the quality didn't matter to me, but even then I manually checked once or twice what the, or noticed what the settings were and it was behaving itself, it was keeping it right down.
0: Well, I can tell you so, now, I did, so good. I did a dumb the other day with this, like a big dumb. I was doing a shoot for one of my clients. Yes, and it was an event style shoot. Yes. So, and it wasn't a, when I say it wasn't a critical event style shoot. It wasn't like needing to be on the front page of some sort of glossy magazine. It was like more of a. It was a low key event, um, and I had my two camera bodies. So my A one's like my go to everyday yeah. camera, and then I've got an A seven R three, which is a bit. Of, I don't want to say it's a shit box because it's not. But it's like com-
1: thanks to Sony who who yeah, sponsored the But comparatively
0: the speaking, it's 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 a bit clunky compared to the A1, put right. it that way. And the menus are different. So yeah. I always set my auto ISO, and, you, and we discussed last time you can put like a minimum shutter speed in. Yes. Well, yes, one of my things you can you can also do in the Sony's is rather than putting actual speed in, you can just simply dictate faster or slower. And yes. uh, so I put it on faster. Because it was an indoors environment, I was on a long lens and people were moving, and I just didn't want to have to deal with motion blur. Well, turns out my A1 knows what faster is, my A7R3 is no like idea. faster? Faster! <laughs> <How's that? laughs> we'll do 1 800th of a second. So it's shot an <laughs> event style thing with oh. people are just walking up on stage at 1 800th of a second in a dark room. Oh. So the ISO on all oh, of those well, shots are like 8,000 ISO. Oh, nice, very good. You know the best part? They're grainy, but not it's actually it's added, still not add added
1: to the effect yeah it's, when you it's, turn them black and white i will be good oh
0: totally which is what I'm gonna do yeah now
1: we've got five minutes to go oh crap and there's no beer in front of us
0: and I've got to go to the toilet well <laughs> well let's let's pause this and no no keep it running oh okay we're just that. gonna do five minutes of I'll just ent- let me entertain <laughs> right. look at that that's ridiculous. that's a great that's so head on a beer that's Matt's just for everyone
1: listening. Matt's just poured his beer from one glass to the other,
0: like yeah. a magician, <laughs> like a poor magician. That <laughs> was terrible. That's your best drink. It was not good. No, it's not good. So um, we were talking about hats and others that we have. Yep. <laughs> 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 no, we weren't. We were halfway through a thing. Yeah, we, we,
1: no, you didn't. No, we weren't. Up. We were saying
0: we were saying not to shoot. We were saying you're talking yep, about manual. your... You were talking about your that eyes. car is legitimately going to fall apart with that of <laughs> there are quite yeah. a few of them down there um okay well, the last that last one that i really got Two, actually the last I've two, two i've got two well, I've go. got both i think we've got go. the same ones maybe. okay go yeah. um i've seen people in recent history pull out a hyperfocal distance calculator oh, to work apps on your phone to work out yeah. where they should focus for their landscape shot and that sounded like a very professional landscape photography thing to do can you elaborate <laughs>
1: How do you mean? What's the question?
0: Well, would, what calculator do you use to work out where to focus? I don't. <gasps> <laughs> no. You mean that the International yeah, Landscape Photographer of the Year, no, international, no. mind you, practically doesn't even know what I'm talking about. It's that irrelevant. <laughs> no,
1: I know what hyperfocal focusing is, and I know what the hyperfocal point is. However... I'm generally, if you're using a wide-angle lens, which is most of the time where it's relevant because you're thinking to yourself, right, I'm shooting a really wide angle here. Mm. I'm really close to my foreground. It's critical where I focus. I'm not quite sure where that should be. Should I focus at the front? Should I focus halfway in? Where I'm one third up from the bottom, generally speaking. I right. a wide angle. More of the time you're on vertical, to be honest, because you're wanting to use that strong mm. foreground. So I'm about one third up from the bottom. If you're totally unsure, We've talked about this already too. Generally, you're on a tripod. You could use focus stacking. You could do to be it. double, really short, to, Yeah. But by the same token, I just have a bit of a guess. Yeah. I'm shooting at f13, f14, f16
0: on a wide-angle lens. It's pretty much everything in the focus. It's going to be yeah. pretty much everything. You, you have to really bone that up. Like so you have to bone, <laughs> <laughs> bone that have up. To, yeah.
1: Muck that up. I yeah. think you're meant to say. No,
0: didn't. Is this to do with your ginger person?
1: <laughs> What's the ginger person? What? The what?
0: Ginger, don't worry, Thomas. We oh. you got? So, yeah. No. What? So did I say like a culturally inappropriate thing? I like think saying you bone it up"? Yeah, yeah. Really? Boning you know it up
1: is, is not, that's not. <laughs> it's
0: not a thing? <laughs> it's not a thing. It is. Boning something up is to not do it properly. Oh, okay. Okay. Like it's to muck it up. Oh. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah.
1: Different thing in my
0: language, it's better than you taking a third up the bottom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Went note, downhill. Note to self, <laughs> even though our intro says that we've probably had a couple of beers beforehand, we should probably put that at the
0: start. We should <laughs> like before probably the intro, not do like, this with beers at no, all. No, 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 no um, mate. but you're so quite you, right. You don't use the hyperfocal calculator, so I, I'm the same, I don't use that, I don't use the same technique as you, but i have the same sort of shortcut, really. Yeah. Because, to be honest, who what can do be you asked? Do?
1: What do you do? Well, Minds- you know what? It's it's it, You could you could absolutely go through that process of noticing what the calculator says or the app says in order mm. to get that 100% correct. Um, but sometimes I find that the more things you introduce you to photography, it actually slows down your creative process. Yes. So, for example, a tripod, I hate using. Because yep. I just prefer to shoot off the hip and, you know, yep. bang, got the shot, great, move on. It, it's good for my and confidence mm. whereas the tripod slows me down too much yeah whereas for other people it'd be perfect because they like that slow process so
0: but I think that with something the, okay, the, the same difference with the, the ar- tripod the ar- though output
1: would just drive me mental I'd be like oh okay I've got a yeah. 0.85 of a metre now how far is that get your tape measure out you know
0: and I sort of I guess that's kind of the point though like the difference with the tripod is that I can see it's got to function
1: if, if you don't you have, you don't you have stable
0: it. hands If you need it, it works Absolutely If you don't have long exposure It works yeah. Also if you want to refine a composition So if you don't have the eye for it to start with Like you could probably pick up a camera And just shoot some good stuff You know The average person who's learning photography though They do need to develop this And so a tripod can help you to kind of get the shot And have time to analyse it And then make a tweak Yeah Whereas You don't probably need to do that so much Or you, you're probably pretty, pretty good at replicating your shot again yeah. and again Yeah Like in aerial um, Where <laughs> and,
1: No Where they all look the same They all look the same, yeah. Anyway
0: um, But the difference with the hyperfocal is that you either get it or you don't get it. It's either correct or it's not correct. Yeah. There's like, it either is all in focus or you stuffed it up.
1: And who cares if it's not all in focus anymore?
0: Uh, Totally. Yeah.
1: So long as you're focused on pretty much all of the foreground. Yeah. If the background's slightly out of focus because you focused too far forward, who cares?
0: And so I think that's the thing is like, it's, there are some things worth your energy. And then there are other things that you're going to spend 15 minutes trying to calculate this thing that you probably could have got right if you guessed it or it right enough that it wouldn't have mattered.
1: What about if we weren't sure what mode to have the camera set to, we just went for P for professional or even the green button?
0: You know what? To be honest, half the time these That's days, not, probably doing... a bad thing. It's a bad... I don't think it's, it's a great a bad, idea. It's not a bad... Like, but it'll if probably If it's do the between job. getting
1: a shot and not getting a shot, or if it's difference between enjoying your photography and not enjoying it. Yeah. Don't you reckon? If you're kind of like, I just don't understand all these numbers are driving me mental. I'm yeah. just... I'm no good with this camera. Yeah. I'm not getting the results I want.
0: You know the only thing I'm gonna, the only thing I will say in all of this, if there was one thing that wasn't that you can't negotiate in a hack, maybe this is where we can fin- we can wrap this right. Oh, ride. wrap
1: this, wrap it. So up. we've got well, bring all these, home, man. Well, we've got these
0: things that you can like. Here are some of the yeah. hacks you can that you can probably ignore and you largely get away with. One thing I do not think you can get away with these days at all: <laughs> shooting raw and processing your images. You don't have to do a lot to them. You don't have to tart them up. You don't have to do heaps and heaps of things but I find it very hard to believe in this day and age that you can produce really um, good work in lots of different, like most environments, that compares to what other people are doing in that is environments, without having some input in the development stage.
1: I agree, and that's why I like to teach workshops rather than tours, because I like the idea of in a workshop, A, we're giving tuition as we take the photo, but B, we're sitting down and we're developing mm. the photos in Lightroom, Photoshop, whatever it is. Because yep. I- inevitably everything needs a tweak. 100%.
0: And, it,
1: and the way I teach, I like to think you get it mostly right in camera and you only have to tweak it a little rather than a lot. Absolutely. Having said that, I shot all the hockey pictures today in just normal JPEGs. Oh. And I then did an auto on the Lightroom and that was it. Yeah, but
0: you, and you know what though? <laughs> when you've got 1,200 pictures yeah. to look through. It's, it's- totally. And I do that with like when I'm doing big vent jobs and stuff. Yeah. I still, I'll shoot raw, but I'll just hit the auto and then yeah. I'll tweak anything that needs like that it didn't do right. But, but
1: that's a great hack, don't you think? Like it the, is. the auto in Lightroom. It's pretty good. I used to snob away from it big time, just yeah. like I did F2- F4 f lenses Yeah, and buy 2.8 lenses instead. But my auto is my go-to these days, yeah. pretty much. And, and then I adjust from there.
0: I, well, I was going to say that's the key is like in, it's not as though it's doing something that you couldn't do yourself. It's just it's, it gets it's all your sliders sa- to a basic it's saving time, a base point. Yeah, hundred percent saving time. Yeah. But I do think the image processing thing that's a non-negotiable. If you're into your photography and you want to take photos that people will go, wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. In in I'm going to say like eighty percent of genres, some level of tweaking or processing I think is necessary yep. because a raw file doesn't look any good straight out of camera and no. to be honest jpegs are processed so crappily inside cameras that you just lose a whole bunch of details yeah right that's my I don't know that's my opinion anyway I okay. see so many people who I'm come on workshops still saying I'm not doing image processing and I'm like well you, you're not educated about how the, the photography market works then it's it's
1: well no I, are they just confused by it all they don't know what to they do. think
0: they still have the whole like oh it's photoshopping you know, oh, I want to capture. they anti, anti oh, post production. Jesus. Yeah. I not, no, not that I don't know how to do it. It's just that they, they, they still don't have this feeling.
1: Or. They feel like it's cheating.
0: Well, I think it's this. It's not that they're against it because when you explain it, they're like, oh, that makes sense. Yes. I think it's just a misconception. and um, Or sometimes it's a, not a laziness, but I say if you're not going to be willing to do it, you're actually sometimes better off shooting with your iPhone because it does the processing for you.
1: Or shoot on JPEG in the camera.
0: Yeah, but it's just processing like rubbish. It doesn't. Shadows and hearts. Yeah, A lot of the time. Gonna, okay, so yeah. that's
1: interesting because you've you've brought up an idea for me where I'll go back and look at those photos I shot today. Yeah and see whether or not it's done a good job because I did shoot a Mishra of oh, I started off shooting RAW yeah. and then I went to JPEG and finished off with JPEG just because I thought I don't want to process all these files and I don't want to take up a huge amount oh, of disk space mean, yeah. as well and because I'm, these, these images aren't important to me.
0: No, and I guess the difference is that's a live event situation. Yeah. So JPEGs are fine. Right. I'm talking more like when we talk photography I'm talking more like what our listener would be doing. You know, like in a something that matters to the yeah, like a landscape. Something you and want to actually print, time have an effort. You know, when people yeah. go, I want to take a photo. I, my goal is to take a photo that I'll print and put on my wall. That's a pretty common goal. Are we doing that?
1: Are we doing more of that? I hope we are. What? As in, people Printing. are aiming for that.
0: Oh, I definitely think. Right. I, I, I think that it's almost like with all the technologies, we've weeded out the people who weren't really all that. You know, they were just taking photos because they want memories. They're using phones. Right. If you pick up a camera these days, your yeah. intention is normally because you want to produce a beautiful photo. Correct. But I think that, um, yeah, you're misguided if you think that a beautiful photo, for most situations, you know, there are definitely exceptions, but most situations, if you just decide to go into the city one day to do some street photography, thinking you're just going to get awesome shots straight at a camera on mm. any given day of the week, yeah. you're, you're wild and mistaken. Right. I think you need to you, you, you need to be aware that either you get, you get in the city and, like, it's brilliant light and everything's working, <coughs> or you fess up to the fact that you're going to have to go and pull some of the shadows up highlights down tweak it add some color add some clarity to give that bit of a pop to it yep. just you know the small stuff but yep. yeah yeah all right are we done rant over
1: we have rabbited it on a bit i hope we've provided some value it's probably good fun we
0: always do don't we oh, always mate. well if you got to this point of the podcast, you probably have so
1: thank you everybody who listens I and congratulations
0: for getting to the end to getting to the end Yeah, of the podcast They're still listening Congratulations
1: congratulations, Not to me, but to them
0: You know what? Everyone can have one It's a Friday night It's, it's great that you all listen We've
1: gone over 10,000 downloads on Podbean
0: Yeah, crazy,
1: um, hey? We, uh, I think we're coming up to almost two years That we've been recording this yeah. podcast We're number one in Luxembourg <laughs> We're number one for visual arts in Luxembourg It's pretty impressive You know why? Because I met a a girl in Botswana who was from Luxembourg. And I told her about the podcast.
0: (laughs) And she listened. (laughs) She's our only listener. She's our only listener. And Luxembourg has no other podcast on visual arts. So um, we are smashing it. It's nice to
1: know we're number one somewhere. So thanks everybody who listens. I know there are some people who hang out, wait for a podcast to be released and go, great, because I'm driving somewhere or I've got
0: my morning walk. So we're still f-
1: walking somewhere and you've had a great walk,
0: enjoying the birds in the background yeah, You're here, welcome. You're welcome is what we're trying to say. Thank you for yeah. having
1: us in your ears. Yeah. We, appre- we really do appreciate it. We yeah. need to reward them in some way. We need some merch. We need to send them out a beanie. We need to say to people who's listened to 50 of our podcasts. Have we done 50? <laughs>
0: uh, I think we're just, just coming copy- up. Copy- we have been doing it for two years. So that's embarrassing. Um, I think we work something out we, how we, about this for next episode yes. how about we make an effort we'll have a giveaway
1: let's do a giveaway yep I'm happy to do a giveaway you've got something to give away I've got something to give away you yeah. know if nothing else our bodies you know yeah. just six packs amazing the lorikeets are going bananas here in yeah. Mornington. the
0: crowd goes wild the crowd the goes giveaway. wild.
1: we also need some ideas on merch yeah. if you were to buy some merch from us yeah or we just happen to want to give it away because we can't sell it yeah what would you want? And from if it's a us? if
0: it's a box jock strap um, <laughs> for your hockey games, probably not gonna happen. Maybe
1: the Matt and Tom's excellent podcast could sponsor me playing hockey and I could wear like a, a jersey or a, a branded box as you're talking about.
0: I'm thinking branded
1: underwear. <laughs> I'm thinking branded like underwear. We need to approach step one and we need to say guys, you need to get our faces on your undies. That that's there you Magic. go. That's maybe that's, our goal gold. for the next two weeks. It's gold. Alright, alright. Let's do that. <laughs> it's time to go. Thanks everybody for listening. It's been Thanks. fun. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.